You're listening to Chamber Chat on PeoriaLife.com. All right, everyone. Welcome to uh, Chamber Chat with Jeff Griffin, President and CEO of the Peoria Area Chamber of Commerce. Our guest today is Daryl Carlson, Manager of Education and Outreach for the Alzheimer's Association of Central Illinois. Daryl, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. My pleasure. Now, you're relatively... Uh, new to your position, right? Yeah, started with the association in November. Okay, and what 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 led you uh, uh, to what attracted you to your job at the Alzheimer's Association? Well, I've always been a nonprofit, so for me to give to others as a part of your work has always been very important. Uh, and I really love to empower people to overcome something in their life. So for the Alzheimer's Association, my role is really helping primarily families who are caring for someone with dementia or Alzheimer's, helping them become the best caregiver they can be. Um, and that is a task. Caring for someone with dementia or Alzheimer's is an amazingly difficult task that most people are not prepared for. So for me to be able to help them encourage them, educate them, equip them is just amazing. Right. So now we sit in 2016, and uh, obviously, as as you were alluding to, awareness of Alzheimer's uh, could always be better, I guess. But uh, tell us about the history of of the Alzheimer's Association on a national level and, and, and how long we've been in central Illinois. Well, it began in 1980. Like with most things, people just getting together, seeing there's this issue, there's this problem, we need to do something about it. And the Central Illinois chapter started just seven years later in 1987, a local initiative with people wanting to make a difference in this area with this uh, condition. And it just grew from there. Um, and Central Illinois chapter has been an independent associated chapter with the association. And just now we're merging with the national organization. And that's happening across the country. All associated chapters are merging together um, as a way to look ahead and see what's coming, how this disease is going to be growing, the impact is going to be more devastating. So let's now pull all of our resources together under one house and really work together more efficiently and effectively. So, Right. So, I mean, in terms of um, 1980, I mean, as, as an organization, when you think of other causes or other uh, – uh, efforts that's still relatively new. So prior to that, um, um, the stigma, Alzheimer's, and so forth, might have been even more closeted than than it is absolutely. now. Is that what is that what we're seeing here? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, someone in my office just told me the other day, just sort of a loose idea that right now the stigma we have with Alzheimer's is not unlike the stigma we had with cancer. 40, 50 years ago, that it was a time when the big C word was something no one wanted to hear. Doctors were a little bit really reserved to give that diagnosis, and then people didn't want to talk about it, or they got it, they're afraid to talk about it. And that still very much is happening still today with Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, not that long ago, it wasn't really understood. Grandma's starting acting strangely, so let's put her in the mental institution. And then these behaviors and all of those things. And I think for a lot of people that are of the age right now where they have a greater risk of attract, uh, having Alzheimer's, they have those memories in their mind. And so I had one family member just tell me a little while ago that their mother telling her that she has dementia, that's okay. But she heard the word Alzheimer's, and it stress freaks her out. Okay, all right. Because of that kind of a stigma that's still there, and we're as more people speak out and talk about it, and we understand it better, that is lessening, and we want to see it lessen even more. 
I got you. So really, and and again, uh, any one of us, I I think it'd be hard to find someone whose life has not been affected uh, by Alzheimer's, either a family member or a close friend. So it's really two huge, if I'm I'm understanding this properly, um, there's obviously two huge segments you're trying to serve, the caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and tell tell us first about that the services you guys offer to the caregiver because um, I, I used to work at a veterans hospital down in Dallas and I remember um, the 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 wife taking care of a stroke victim for mm-hmm. example right uh, she was at high risk for a stroke or heart attack herself without proper support exactly so in this case what kind of services how do you reach out to the caregivers and what kind of support are you able to offer them well I want to first just highlight the importance of that because yep. if you look at a caregiver for someone of an elderly person or someone who's caregiving for a child with a disability and compare them to caregivers of someone with a dementia or Alzheimer's the Alzheimer's caregiver is twice as likely to suffer emotional hardship, uh, physical ailments, financial ruin, they're they're at much greater risk. Um, So what we do is primarily we want to educate. We want to help them become the best caregivers they can become. Uh, If you look at nurses or CNAs or counselors or social workers, they have had extensive training. And a lot of what their training revolves around is how to emotionally take care of themselves so they don't get sucked into the hardships that they're trying to help. Right. And they're only working eight hours a day, five days a week, maybe, maybe a little bit more. Right. How much more so for someone who's caring for someone they deeply care about and it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week? And they're not prepared. So we want to make sure primarily that they're educated. Uh, We have support groups that are affiliated with the association. So we want to bring them together so they can help each other emotionally. Um, And those are the two main areas that that I do as far as care uh, programs for family caregivers. And we have a lot of others, education, how to communicate with someone with dementia, how do you deal with behaviors, how do you know that you might have dementia, or is it just aging? Okay. Um, how to have conversations with your loved one who you think may have dementia? How do you how do you handle when it's time to take the car keys away? That's one of the hardest conversations to have. Right. Um, so those kinds of areas. So you brought up a point. I I didn't even. It did not occur to me that twice as likely, yeah. uh, I made a generalization a few moments ago about any caregivers at risk of uh, emotional, yeah. and but an Alzheimer's caregiver is twice as likely. Yep. Uh, uh, so what are pieces, I mean, I'm guessing, I'm throwing darts here, you're the expert, but I'm guessing, so for example, cancer, you know, mm-hmm. your, your grandma has cancer, you go visit the Alzheimer's, maybe neighbors and friends and family. Uh, it's it's more uncomfortable for them to come visit an Alzheimer's patient or don't is that part of the puzzle here? That is absolutely is part of the puzzle. It's it's because it's a disease that so hits so close to home of what we f- feel it is to be human. Mm-hmm. It's our mind which affects our ability to speak and understand and interact and behave. And so those when those things begin to shift and change it's like the person I know knew they're not the same anymore. Right. And it's so this, the stigma is there and I don't know how to talk to this person anymore. The person themselves with the disease is having a hard time knowing how to communicate. And so it's easier just to pull away because just simply following a conversation becomes so much difficult, even in the early stages of the disease. Okay. Um, so that's part of it. And, you know, who is this, this person is, are they the same? Are they different? What's happening? And there's so much that we assume 
in conversation, in relating to people that when those things change, it's easy to blame. Like you're not understanding me. It must be your fault. Right. Um, that's how we normally are with people who don't have a disease, but with Alzheimer's disease, they literally are not able to follow the conversation like they used to, or find the right word. Eventually that part of the brain that holds memory is gone. Right. And they just don't have that anymore. Wow. Well, Folks, we're here on PeoriaLife.com, uh, Chamber Chat, Jeff Griffin, with our guest Daryl Carlson, with the Alzheimer's Association of Central Illinois. Um, talked about the importance of supporting the caregiver, but also your mission involves early detection of dementia. Absolutely. And, and actually, I see here the, a vision of a world without Alzheimer's. That's what um, we want. So, we got, Yeah. So t- <laughs> talk to me about, uh, educate us on, on that, the early detection piece and the medical side of, of what all is going on with your association. Well, early detection is always important um, for so many reasons. Uh, and there's so many, the, part of the stigma really works against that. People feel like, well, it's an incurable disease. Right now we don't have a cure. And so that makes people feel like, well, what's the use? Because it's just going to be emotionally devastating. And those kinds of things. But the, the sooner you can get a diagnosis, the better. A lot of times, there are a lot of other medical conditions that mimic the symptoms of a dementia. So first off, if you're having any kind of memory issues or any kind of issues where you are not able to do the things that you used to do easily, seek medical attention. Because it could be something else that's curable or that you can deal with. And even if it is a dementia or Alzheimer's, dementia is an umbrella term. Alzheimer's is one of the main diseases that causes dementia. There's others as well. Uh, but if you, even if you had that, the sooner you get it, the easier it is for your family members to prepare for it, the easier it is for you to come to grips with it and work through the grief of dealing with this disease and then being able to contribute and communicate what your wishes are. Right. What do you want to do? How do you want your care to go? You can have impact, imp- input into that. Um, and those are just a few key reasons. M- getting your financial house in order is more important than ever. Right. For so those how, kinds of reasons. So the statistics are staggering on Alzheimer's. Um, right. And again, you're the expert. I, I, I assume it's because we're living longer. Is that that contributes to the. Uh, yeah, and, and the baby boomers are are now right. getting older. So, how do you get the word out? To do you go to uh, senior groups, churches? How do you educate to get the word out uh, so people are more comfortable talking to their spouse or talking to their physician about uh, getting this early detection? Well, first of all, we come on great programs like Chamber Chat. <laughs> right. This is this is a really great way to go. Uh, and then, of course, absolutely, um, I really would love to connect with churches. I think, especially in rural communities, right. um, there. Some more of the backbone of the community, and so to connect with them would be great. I will go and speak and share at any community organization. We've got classes coming up in the Fond du Lac Park District, the Peoria Park District, helping people understand what Alzheimer's is, how do I know the 10 signs, and senior groups. And then we just network with anyone we can and get the word out. I think it's important. I appreciate mentioning PeoriaLife.com and Chamber Chat as a way to get it out. Oh, yeah. Um, But I always... You know, Alzheimer's Association is a part of the Chamber of Commerce, and sometimes people think uh, it's just business, but it's really better term these days to be Chamber of of, of a community Uh, because your your, uh, clients are also employees or retirees of businesses, and and we're all living in the same community. over 5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's, and as many as 16 million will have the disease in 2050. So we're yes. looking at a tripling of this um, of this epidemic, I guess, for lack of a better term, right. over the next uh, 20 years. Right, and right now, it, 
it's estimated that Alzheimer's costs $236 billion to care for, and that's the financial cost, increasing to $1.1 trillion by 2050. Um, and then that's not even including the unpaid hours that caregivers and family members give towards caring for someone with dementia. Right. Which enters into the billions of billions of hours given. Gotcha. So, gotcha. so how do you guys? I mean, obviously, the, the medical field here in Central Illinois uh, is strong. How do you guys coordinate your efforts with our hospitals, uh, uh, nursing homes, veterans' homes, and so forth? Well, that's a lot. Of, I reach just out a lot to of them. Footwork? Yeah, <laughs> we have a professional conference every year. Okay, October eighteenth this year, and we also will be having a corresponding family caregiver conference at the same time to help educate professionals on dementia, the latest research techniques for working with someone with dementia. And that includes continuing, continuing education credits for the care professionals. And they always mm-hmm. are looking for those. Uh, and then we also have, um, I'm always trying to get in touch with case workers and nurse educators to let the medical professions professionals know what services we have and how we want to help them help their clients. Wonderful. That's fantastic. And then we're also next to the federal, the only people giving more money to Alzheimer's research than the Alzheimer's association is the federal government with the largest private donor towards research. Okay. And so fantastic. that's an important so, fact to throw in there too. <laughs> no, it's obviously that, that's of great importance. So if people want to get involved and learn more, uh, Daryl, what's best to go to your website. You have some resources there for, for uh, folks. Absolutely. The re the website is a great place to go. ALZ.org slash Illinois central. Lots of resources there and ways that you can connect and connect with us and join the cause. Fantastic. Well, listen, Daryl, uh, I appreciate the work you do for our community. Um, very inspirational, uh, uh, and you're taking care of a lot of folks, and, and that is that is deeply appreciated. That concludes this episode of Chamber Chat on PeoriaLife.com. I'm Jeff Griffin, and thank you for listening. Thank you. PeoriaLife.com. <laughs>